What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Those Guys and Me, the best podcast on the planet. I am your Supreme Leader, Aaron, joined by co-Supreme Leader. Uh, I'm Joe. Joined by uh, co-star Supreme Dictators of Southern Korea. You're going to have to repeat that one, sir, one more time. I'm Wade. I'm Colton. And welcome back to the third episode of the podcast. We are experiencing some technical difficulties. Um, We're the work through it. will come around shortly. Uh, that's about it. And welcome back. Good to be here. Good to be here. To an extent. So this week we're uh, trying some yeah. new stuff. Uh-huh. We are having some special guests on here. So if it, uh, you know, if it affects the audio, then uh, sorry about that. We'll figure something out eventually. Someday. Someday when someone cares. <laughs> but yeah. Um, first, first order of business, boys, is uh, for us at least in the state of Texas, the uh, the stay at home order is ending this week. Friday. It's ending Friday. Yeah. And the thing is, a but... lot of people are a lot of people are talking about. Um, it's gonna end. Everybody's gonna go outside, and we're gonna see another spike in two weeks. But yeah, it here's could be possible. my thing. That's very possible. But here's the thing: is even though it's ending, there's only certain places opening up, like you know, a couple more somewhat essential businesses. Yeah. I mean, not all essential businesses, but you know, some more. So pretty pretty important functions. So the thing is, is like. I know a lot of people are still going to be worried and aren't going to go anywhere. Yeah, of course. But there's going to be more places to go to. Like, everybody's excited that uh, one of the places that are listed to reopen are movie theaters. That is exciting. I'm excited. That is exciting. I don't think that could really go too bad because you usually only sit next to your friends. Yeah. And most people are already interacting with their friends anyways. The only thing with that is... The retail stores are opening up, restaurants, movie theaters, and malls, but they have to limit their capacity to 25% of their limited capacity, of their, like, listed uh, occupancy. Oh, wait, really? I did not know that. Yeah, so... Don't people still that's a pretty good see? idea. So how's that going to go for movie theaters? Uh, because gonna movie be empty. theaters, I, I don't think they have a... I mean, they might, you know, they might have a maximum occupancy, but it's more yeah. like a maximum occupancy per theater. So do you think they're going to do, like, limited tickets per theater? Because technically they could, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say, like, yeah. their total capacity was, I- like, 1,000. They're not just going to do 250. I mean, I guess the math kind of works out to be the same thing. I didn't really think about it. But you know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. everybody in the building, we can only have 250 people go wherever. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be more like this many people in each theater can see a movie or there's still so many tickets. Yeah, or they so, just won't and they'll do whatever. What, okay, so when this first started, before social distancing was a thing, uh, the Alamo Draft House, Alamo Draft House in Austin, uh, when you bought a ticket, like, you know, because you can buy tickets on Fandango and whatnot, uh, you could only buy tickets that were, like, two apart from another seat. So, like, you could still sit next to the person that you were going with, but if a person was two seats to the right, you have to, like, sit two seats to the left of the person on the right of you and whatnot. So I have, I think they might go that way with it. Some theaters might. 
other theaters might limit it to like the theaters themselves and then some might do like total and then not care where you sit mm-hmm. so but, you know because we still might have to say six feet apart yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, gotta, it's, it's better than nothing. I'm just excited to have other things to do. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, I'm ready to go to our like restaurants because not that they're I don't gonna like reopen everything in phases and stuff. And movie theaters, I think, will probably be one of the last phases when everything's calmed down and everything. And they might not have to do the space thing. Well, no, but on See, phase one, I was, was kind of thinking like entertainment should be last. Yeah, but, like I said, you know, you're not really sitting. At least, you know, where we live, we don't have huge jam-packed theaters all the yeah. time. But, you know, because this is phase yeah. one, like, for all of Texas. And it's the retail stores, restaurants, movie theaters, and malls. And that's what I'm thinking. It's like, mm-hmm. what about, like, Dallas and Austin and Fort Worth? They got huge malls. They got huge movie theaters. They got huge stores. Mm-hmm. Everything's so much bigger in these bigger cities. And I'm thinking, you know, and I, I realize people have to work. People have to make money because... With the social distancing, they can't work, and they can't do anything. But still, you know, it Mm -hmm. brings that question, like, is all this really needed in the beginning? Yeah. But it is a good opportunity for everybody uh, that's uh missing work. Yeah. I always thought, right, what we should do is uh, shut down the entire country and lock everybody in their home for two weeks. Stop the spread totally. If everybody slept for two weeks, yeah, that's almost what they did. Which is highly, I mean, obviously that's highly irrational, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if we really had to, they would, like, if we somehow, I don't really know, Make everybody society would function. Grab, I, I almost just grabbed my pants. I'm sorry? Uh, my <laughs> father decided he'd walk in my room, and he does this thing when he likes to scare me, where he, uh... He just gets the end of his index finger and just drags it down my neck, like down the spine. Mm. And every time it happens, That's a very dad thing to do. He hides in the dark. Like one time, he did it in the closet. Anyways, continue with what we were talking. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's about it. It's just kind of, you know. Yeah. And how everything's gonna reopen. It's Joe. It's... Uh, on. On that. Uh... I, I feel I, whenever I would scare you, I finally realized how that feels because um I would because you know how the glass in the door in the game room yeah well it's so it's so dark that I can't see anything and I'll see my own reflection and then occasionally I'll glance over and I'll see them staring at me and it scares the crap out of me yeah that's <laughs> not... so he gets scared of himself when he looks <laughs> his reflection <laughs> frightens him um so. Has anybody done anything this week? I know that's like a long shot. Okay, I've done quite a bit this week. My, my first, my first story, right? Okay, go ahead. My first, the story that I had been not meaning to tell, but I, I planned on saying this is, uh, yesterday I went to the the skate park in town for the first time, which isn't a skate park. It's just a park with two ramps mm-hmm. and a bank in the middle. But yeah, because if you look up skate park, it doesn't even come up. But um, first day, I went to the park. Um, I just went on my own, and then I met up with Todd when he got off work, and we kind of hung out there for a bit. But there was a decent amount of people at the park, and I met up. I did not meet up with them, but they showed up, two kids that I go to school with. Yeah. Hung out with them for a second. We all sated. And then I went home, and I was like, okay, that was pretty fun. I haven't been out of the house in a while. And then today, 
I went back very briefly later in the day. And Todd had just gotten off work, so I waited for Todd to get home. We drove there together. I uh, started skating. Saw people we knew again, but they weren't skating, so, you know, we didn't interact with them. But um, I was just, like, showing Todd some beginner stuff that he could learn. And oh, because like, he doesn't know how to blah, skateboard, blah, blah. does he? Yeah, he, he, like, rides every now and then whenever, like, we're going somewhere. Oh, okay. But he doesn't know any tricks or anything, yeah. which, you know, makes sense because I've been at it for, like, I don't know, eight months. Really? That long? Figuring out. I think it's been close to a year. I had Snapchat memories of it. Dang. At least the beginning of the school year. It's been a while. But um, we were we were skating. I was riding the ramps and stuff. And uh, there's this lady walking the trail with her dog. And Todd made a joke that she looked like a Karen, right? Todd says, yo, what's Karen doing walking her dog? And we're like, haha, funny. She looks like a Karen. But then... This kind of scared me because I I was just like, oh, what? This lady stops on the trail and pulls out her phone, and I, I don't even know what happened, but it it looked like she was taking a picture of us, right? She pointed mm-hmm. her phone at us, and she, she held it landscape, right? Like, at first I was like, maybe she's taking a picture of herself, but I was like, why is she taking a wide-angle selfie in the middle of the park? And... The, her her other, you know, the, the camera facing the other direction just so happened to be pointed directly at me and Todd. So I was like, well, is she taking a picture of the scenery? Is she snapping a picture of me? I was like, who is this lady? <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. And she was close enough that if I, like, talked to my normal voice, she probably would have overheard me. So I kind of, yeah. like, skated over to Todd in the corner. And I, like, faced the other way. And I was, like, messing with my board. So it wasn't obvious that we were, like, whispering about her. But I go to Todd and I say... I think that lady just took a picture of us. He's like, what? I'm like, I think that lady is taking pictures of us, and I don't know why. And Todd already said she was a Karen, so we were like, what if she's calling the cops? Oh, Lord. And so I kept skating around, and we were kind of ignoring her. And then she calls someone on her phone. And she and the thing is, this lasted like 10 minutes, yeah. which is a very awkward amount of time in this park yeah. that is silent. And she's kind of just like sitting there and watching us. And she keeps looking up at us, and she's doing something on her phone. And so obviously she looks like a Karen. It looked like she took a picture of us, and now she's calling someone. I'm like, okay, this lady is calling the police on us because we're skating, or maybe she she thinks we shouldn't be here. She doesn't like Whatever. the way you and look. Like, yeah, I don't know. We, we assume, <laughs> Rebellious Yeah, she's upset about Metal something. White. And so, uh, yeah, she's on the phone, and she sounded – and. It, I don't know, it just seems so convincing that she was calling the police because, you know, when you talk to someone on the on the phone that you know, you're like, hey, hey, what's up? Or, you know, you like pick up the phone, you're like, hey, blah, 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 blah. She answers the phone and she goes, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh. And we couldn't really hear, but the way she was speaking, it sounded like she was talking to, like, the a police officer. Or, like, yeah. It sounded like she was talking with someone important. I know, you could you could just kind of tell in the way she was talking. So I was like, Todd, this lady just called the police on us. What? <laughs> Gosh. So me and Todd are sitting there, and he was like, I kind of want to see the cops show up. I was like, me too, because we're doing nothing wrong. And yeah, what are they going to do at that video. point? Well, yeah. I mean, you, could, you know, because we're allowed to go to the parks, and technically social distancing is still in place, but this, the thing also is like... Uh, if you go in town to the lake, they have signs up that say you're allowed to be there with members of your family because you're already with each other. 
So it's the same thing everywhere. You know, like grocery stores and stuff, you're allowed to go in with family members. Yeah. And you and Todd look alike, even, so... Even if they're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, and we both had our licenses, so I was like, we can be like, officer, uh, we live together. We're, yeah. You know, we're not spreading anything. I was like, wait, you know, if you want us to leave, we can go. Like, I was already planning. I was like, don't want to cause any trouble. I'm ready to go home anyways. I'll be like, yo, officer, we're not trying to do anything wrong. We'll just go home, and officer would be like, no, boys, it's cool. <laughs> then the officer would show me his sick, varial tray flips. <laughs> Ups on and, the uh, board. The lady gets on. <laughs> you do know how to tray flip? No, so the lady, she gets off the phone, and she keeps standing there, and I was like, why is she standing there? Because the lady was walking around the park, and she stopped, and she, like, got close to us, and was that's why like, I kept thinking it was... Was she, like, intensely staring at you the whole time? No, she just kept... She wasn't intensely staring at us, but she anytime she wasn't on her phone, she kept looking back up at us, and I was trying not to make eye contact with her. I was like, why is she looking? Yeah. Like, what is her problem? You and... just stared back at her every time she looked at you and see if you had a problem. <laughs> she was just, what? Just like... I was, I was like, I know I'm not that good at skateboarding. She's clearly not observing my skills. Yeah. No and offense. So, um, I, don't know. She, I don't know about She does that, and she keeps walking around the park. And but the thing is, she walks forward a little bit. And I'm like, okay, she's doing something, because when she first walked forward, there was like another bend in the path she was on that leads to a fork in the path that either takes you on a little sidewalk that goes straight to the skate pad yeah. or down the path. And I was like, she's about to walk over here and talk to us. It's like, what does she want? And so she keeps <laughs> walking down the path, and then she stops at that little fork in between the path to the the skate spot and the rest of the path. And I was like. What what is wrong with this lady? But then she keeps walking and she keeps going around the park, and she, she she like quits staring at us and stuff, and she keeps walking her dog. And so then me and Todd are like, uh, are we waiting for the cops to show up? Like, <laughs> what's going on? So then I just kept skating and I like went back to my truck to grab something. I brought Autumn's little uh, penny board. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'll skate on this. And I go back up to my truck and I see um. It's kind of up on a hill near one of the, like the department buildings, mm -hmm. and so it's like all on a hill that you can see. There's a an intersection that you can see from up there, and I saw an officer down there, and I was like, uh, okay. Oh, no. And he turns to come up this road <laughs> that you that you go to to park at the park, and I'm like, um, and like my heart kind of started racing because I was like, okay, I wasn't really prepared for this. I was like, yeah. He's going to know who we are because, you know, if the lady calls, she'd be like, there's two boys skating, and I'm standing next to my truck with a skateboard in my hand. Yeah. And then he, he comes up this road, and I'm like, uh... But then he just goes <laughs> past, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so you totally so avoid... So I guess the lady... Yeah, I don't, even know, I don't even know if the lady called the cops. I don't know if something happened. Because at first I thought she, like, called the cops because... I mean, of course... Okay, so we thought she called the cops, but I thought she called the cops and said something, and they were like... Yeah, ma'am. Uh, they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Because it sounded like she was getting fed up with someone on the phone. I was like, this is, this is awfully stereotypical of a Karen. But yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if she called someone about us or if she just happened to be looking at us. But just the weirdest thing was that she stopped and almost 100% undoubtedly snapped a picture of me and Todd. <laughs> Maybe she thought you were then, cute. Yeah, she just kept... <laughs> she said... Hmm... And at first I was like, is this like, maybe this is oh, one of mom's friends. Maybe she's taking room. a picture and she's like, hey, is your son at the skate park? Can I say <laughs> hi to him? Which is a stretch. That's a stretch right there. But I was just looking on the bright side. Maybe this lady isn't trying to be annoying. I don't know. It was just so weird. 
And then me and Todd stayed there for like another 30 minutes because I, I saw that officer up there and I came back and skated on the other board and we were like, uh, I guess I guess we're going to go home now. <laughs> I don't know. It was just such an awkward interaction, even though we didn't interact with the lady. But yeah, because like you literally so can't. She was walking and then she stopped and snapped a picture of us and yeah. just started calling people on her phone. You're like, oh, there's these <laughs> cute boys at the, the skate park. I think I'm going to take Our them home. Are cute boys allowed at the skate park? <laughs> I thought quarantine did not allow that. Drop in the comment section. If you're section. above an eight, you can't come in. <laughs> Drop in the comment <laughs> section what you think Karen was calling, who you think she was calling about Karen and Todd at the skate park. I don't know. At first, I, I was like, is she calling her husband? She's like, you will never guess what I just saw on my lap. <laughs> these boys had the audacity to skate. At the city-built skate ramps. And they weren't even wearing Hurley shirts. <laughs> and they're not wearing <laughs> Thrasher jackets. <laughs> they're practically this breaking the law. So that happened. That was, it, was, it was quite interesting, and it had a spook for a second. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's about it. So, uh, I've done some stuff stuff this, uh, this week. Um... We, me and Destiny decided we would go to our uh, drive-through safari in Franklin. And uh, is my that allergies... open again? Oh, that's still open. Yeah, it's open. They cut prices to ten dollars to drive-through. Uh, you can't <laughs> do prices any. Usually, the... like twenty something bucks. Yeah, it's like twenty bucks a person, and now it's ten bucks a person. Nice. Uh, and then hey, the feed is quick, only five bucks. Hey, just move your mic a little closer to your face. It's a little bit clippy, and I don't know if that's internet or just your your uh, oh, okay. mic. Um. So. We decided we go because it was cheap and because we mm-hmm. literally have nothing to do at the house. And so we, we go, uh, get in line, mm-hmm. and keep in mind, uh, so we go on my Jeep, and I decided it would be a good idea to take the doors and tops off of my Jeep. And the mm-hmm. hottest day it's been so far in Texas, uh, it was probably like 88, and mm-hmm. my allergies were already bad. I promise I don't have coronavirus. I just uh, don't like pollen. Lock them up. And, <laughs> and uh, so we're driving through, and we get through the majority of it, and then halfway, it just stops. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, they start to drive again, and we're going up a hill. Well, it looks like we're driving up the hill. Dirt dirt road, okay? I'm in a Jeep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to go up this hill. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it looks like they're going up the hill. I, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. So I start driving up the hill. The guy mm-hmm. in the front of this line decides it's going to be a good idea to stop right as he gets a little bit past the top of the hill. So we're all stuck on this hill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a dirt road. This Why? is a dirt road. Okay, so there was like a, like a little group of cars pushing their way through the through the. The, the little the place yeah. yeah so we're in like a long line and this of cars. one guy was holding everybody up yeah and so i'm thinking oh my gosh i'm gonna put it in drive and i'm gonna hit the lady behind me because we're all super close at this point because we all thought that he was going up mm-hmm. the hill and which he did he got past the hill and the second car got past the hill and then they stopped and so <laughs> i i stop and i'm just like oh my gosh oh my gosh and he starts to go. They start to go. I throw it in. I put my foot on the gas, slam on it. I just fall back and like I I don't know how close I got to this car, 
but my heart was in my stomach and I was freaking out. Mm. And uh, mm. I mean, I wasn't like freaking out noticeably, but like inside, I was just like, I am gonna have to mm. pay to fix this freaking Tahoe. And it's a nice Tahoe. It looks like a 2019 Tahoe. And I ended up making it up. I got pretty close, but I ended up making it up the hill, and we were good. We keep going along. This freaking car decides he's going to stop every two feet for 20 minutes. It's the same okay, so animals in the same okay, spot. So it's one of the places where... You're getting to feed the animals, right? Yeah. Like you, you buy feed to give to the animals, right? But, so are they stopping to feed the animals, or is he just unnecessarily stopping? It's just unnecessarily stopping, because you can feed an animal, and you can feed him three feed buckets. Just feed the animal. Mm-hmm. Just feed him Just feed him a handful. There's 27 cars. Like, there's more than that, but there's, like, at least 17 cars in our line. The whole, the whole mm-hmm. place, there's no telling how many people were there, because there was a two-mile line down the road to get in. And I'm like, you don't have to feed every zebra, donkey, camel, you see three feed buckets. So <laughs> he continues to stop. And at one point, we get, like, we're dead middle of the park. Nothing is in the dead middle. Like, there are a few deer, but they're all laid down in the shade because the middle is extremely shaded uh, because it's hot. Mm-hmm. And so they're all they're all laid up, and you can see them. They're not coming to the trucks. They're not getting them to feed. Well, this one guy's like, I'm determined that my children are going to feed one of these deer that are laid up in the trees. So get your hand out the window and feed the deer. So we sit there for 30 freaking minutes. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Did nobody honk at him to keep oh, moving? Oh, no, no. Tell him. Everybody honked. At, at least once. I did not honk because I would have been embarrassed because literally for everybody can minutes, see me. If he was like... <laughs> he was that close. You just get out of your truck and just, like, dude, move. I Kill think he him? thought he was Kill a him. superhero. Oh. Uh, or, some, or something along that line. I'm gonna get that come to the trail and everybody will love me. But we start moving finally. And mm-hmm. then the car directly in front of me stops. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What is going on? This guy gets out of his car, which you're not supposed to get out of your car at the safari because these are animals. Like, yeah. It's not their fault if they eat you. Like, I know it's a deer, but, mm-hmm. like, you should see the antlers <laughs> on this thing. It can it can wreck your whole world in one step. Uh, mm-hmm. But he gets out and gets a diaper bag. And I'm like, yeah, I know you got to put diapers on your kids or whatever, but you want to die. Not here. You want to die. <laughs> so that took another five, ten minutes because I guess they decided to change the diaper in the car. Uh so we finally move again, and we get down the road, mm-hmm. and Mr. Hotshot, in the lead of the pack, decides, oh, I think I'll stop one more time to feed cows. Cows are everywhere. Not ev- everywhere. Normal cows? Normal cows. Not foreign cows, nothing. They had some pretty cows. And he's just like, you know what, I think I'm going to stop and feed these cows. No calves, no nothing. He was just like, oh, I think I'm going to stop and feed these cows. So he stops and feed the, feeds the cows. We sit there for another 10 minutes. My buddy works at the safari, and he drives up on a ranger next to me, and he's like, have y'all been sitting here for a while? And I was like, yes, we've been sitting here forever. The safari takes an hour and a half to get out, and we have already been sitting for two and a half hours. Oh, so, oh. so he goes and tells them to move. They finally move, and we start, we start going. 
and um, we start driving, and we finally get past the zebras and everything to the giraffes, because there's a giraffe portion of the safari. Uh, we stop. Everybody stops. And, you know, I'm fine with that, because Destiny likes giraffes. Giraffes are cool. It's whatever. Well, the miniature donkeys decide they're going to come up and get to the guy in the front's car. So now we're really stuck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is great. But, you know, I don't really care because there's stuff on the right of us, stuff on the left of us. There's actually stuff there to look at. We're feeding everything. So it's cool. Like, I'm not throwing a fit. Yeah. But then, so you know what an emu is? Like a smaller ostrich? Mm-hmm. Little emu. Yeah. yeah. He's a little hungry boy. He comes up to the passenger side door of the Jeep, which there are no doors on this thing at this point. And <laughs> for whatever reason, he really wants some food. And we had just fed it all to the donkeys. And he sees Destiny with an empty food bucket. So this little guy decides he's going to fit his whole head in my car, in my Jeep. And <laughs> she hops up on the console. And we're just chilling, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't go anywhere, I can't go forward, I can't do anything mm-hmm. at this point. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Uh, I can't swap seats with her or anything, because uh, <laughs> we're in a line. Mm-hmm. And uh, they finally get it to go away, and then it comes right back, and it's like full on, head in the car, like, getting up in there. She hops up on the console and starts screaming, I don't like the bird, I don't like the bird. <laughs> 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 we, I put it in drive. We finally get the people to move, and we start driving to get through it. It took three and a half hours to get through the safari. So, did y'all see any ostriches? I know you saw emus, but did you we see saw ostriches? ostriches, but they did not come okay. to get in the car. On a scale of one to ten, what are your thoughts of ostriches after seeing them in person? I personally love ostriches. Um, All I have to give them is zero out of ten. I love ostriches. I'm a, I'm a, whenever <clears throat> we went to uh, the, the, the drive-thru, I, when we, we got to the part with the ostriches, right? Everybody stops because they're like, oh, I want to see the ostriches, right? I want them to bite my freaking nose are, off. All the people that are riding in the back of a truck are like, oh, bro, I can like pet this dude. Oh. The ostriches are so violent and ugly and mm-hmm. I don't know why they exist. And all they do is make big eggs. Yeah. And put their heads in the ground and run 60 miles. Uh, actually, don't fact check me on that. Don't fact check me on that. They run fast. Though, they run right? fast, yeah. Something like they that. run pretty fast, yeah. Uh, They're like, um, we went to a um? drive through first grade, I think, in uh, Grapeland before the Franklin Safari was a huge thing. And mm-hmm. this is a short story. We were like, you could feed animals through the fence before we got on like the big bus to go, you know, ride and everything. One of my buddies mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go feed this ostrich, and I'm going to pet it. Well, he starts feeding this ostrich. It's doing fine. It's not angry. He goes to pet it. Dude bit his arm, and he had to go home right then. What? He Dude, had to go home. Ostriches. But I love ostriches. They're cool. Um, Wade, I was going to ask you, because um, you're still working, right, Wade? Yeah. So has anything like happened during this? You know, like during this whole thing, anything weird, or has work just been boring? Work, uh, well, just this past week, they're actually having us. They're testing us to see if we like have any symptoms as soon as mm-hmm. we come into work and everything. What kind of um, tests are they doing? Checking our temperature. Um, it's just, it. 
it's not really like testing for coronavirus. It's like, do you have any symptoms? And then but they they're check just, okay, so they're just checking if you're symptomatic. And, and that's it, yeah. Okay, so it's just been really boring. Yeah. So, how long have you been working? Um, probably a month now. Okay. Uh, so, I, it was like the week after we got quarantined. Okay. So, since you've been working there, has, like, anything, like, what is the most interesting thing that has happened? Or, like, the worst thing that has happened? Um, probably the most annoying thing. Like, there's nothing eventful that goes on there. Just nothing. because of quarantine so, or because you work at a store? The most eventful thing was probably today, and the fire alarm was going off for, like, a good ten minutes. Nice. And that's probably it. It was so annoying. So you don't have any crazy stories of people asking to see your manager? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, people get a little mad. Like, we have to limit everything. Limiting, <laughs> like, toilet paper and stuff. And I get, I get blasted by people just being so pissed off that they can't buy. Oh, wait, buy. really? Yeah. So, so, okay, so, like, do you, do you work as a cashier? Yeah. I worked with Okay, so do people come up to, to the register and you're like, you can't have that much? Or like, what do, what do you say? When yeah, how do you, how do you work I that say, situation? Well, I, can't, I say it very nicely, okay? I say it very nicely. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you, I'm sorry, but sir, but I can't sell you this, sir, ma'am, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can't sell you this. And they're like, really? Um, and then you're like, want... yeah, you can't buy a whole bunch of it. Yeah. We're running low on it, as you, as you could tell, with there only being, like, two of those items on the shelves. Like, toilet paper. I did have one person come in with, like, three of, like, the biggest value packs of toilet paper that we had. I'm like, mm, I can only sell you one. Hey, homie, calm down. You don't poop that much. Nobody poops yeah. that much. Yeah, so how mad did they get? They're just like, <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Um, Aaron's pretty mad. Boys. I mean, they just—they just—they're just like, well, um, I'm gonna go to customer service and talk to them about this since that's usually—that's where all our managers work, mm -hmm. stuff. So, at that yeah. point, are you just like, go ahead? Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm gonna be fully supported by my managers. I know that, so they're I like, don't care. Wait. Did you tell him he can't buy this toilet paper? Uh, yep. <laughs> well, you're yeah, absolutely right. You know, I think that's right. stupid. Yeah, we have a, right? Because so we'll go put the we have a very back. large sheet of limits. As of right now, instead of limiting meats and stuff, we used to limit meats and, like, all kinds of canned foods and stuff. We're only limiting, like, cleaning supplies, toilet paper, paper towels, pasta. You can't buy anything, man. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, yeah, but like that's what I don't like about like Some customers like when teenagers work anywhere or just a cashier works anywhere You could have regular cashier. He could be 20s 30s I don't care if you say anything that's gonna upset the customer in any way they immediately are like oh He's the bad guy. I have to do everything in my power to end his career. Yes. Yep. They're like, oh, you can't sell me this toilet paper? Oh, I think you can, because I'm going to talk to your manager. So, uh, no, sir, I still can't. I think a lot of people, like, especially if you're, like, a younger person, like, and it, would you say, I don't know about where you work, Wade, but from people I've talked to, we have a lot of younger people working right now because they have nothing yeah. else to do, so they can finally get jobs. And I feel like 
people walk in and like, oh, this person's younger than me. He can't tell me what to do. But Wade's sitting at mm -hmm. the register and he holds the power. Yeah. You know, so that that's how it is. I'm gonna have to decline your credit card. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I work at a I high mean, school. Like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, you good. So, uh, I work at a high school, and uh, it's just, you know, because I'm still a teenager and everything, and, you know, the, the teachers don't exactly, some of them don't like that I work at the high school, like, like that our group works at the high school, and, you know, some of them just mm -hmm. don't care, because they know, some of them know we know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, like a bunch of naughty boys. <laughs> some of them know we know what we're doing. Wait, where do you work? The high school. Wait. Uh, yeah, I work at the high school. Uh, I have for like three years. You guys now. don't do that year round though, right? That's just over yeah, the year round, year round. Um, oh really? Yeah. So some teachers like don't. So think okay, we know what, what we're is doing. your what is your real quick? What does your quote unquote job entail? Uh, basically, I just like manage like troubleshooting problems, and you know, like we will go in and like update labs, uh, make sure everybody's on the right operating system. Uh, we don't really touch Macs because we really only know Windows. Uh, our boss handles the Macs because Mac OS mm -hmm. is kind of funky to image stuff. And basically, we image labs and, you know, just whatever teachers need. And, like, if we need to, like, build something or, you know, put computers back together, we, we just work on that. So, basically, yeah. like, what so Geek Squad does it best by. Yeah, but for the mm -hmm. high school. Our school should have one of those. But, uh, so we do that. And some teachers, like, literally don't think we know what we're doing. Like, my my dad went mm -hmm. to college for computer science. I've been around technology my whole life. I, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Some Like, most of the time, there'll be some times where I'll have questions. And, you know, I it's not hard to figure it out, though. All you have to do is look on YouTube or ask somebody. Or, like, you know, I can text my dad or my boss and be like, hey, what do you want me to do about this certain problem? And it's like, mm -hmm. some of the teachers just make me so mad. Like, the other day, before quarantine started and we couldn't work anymore, I go to walk in a teacher's classroom because I think she needed a new she needed a new projector and we needed to look at her projector and see what was wrong with it. And we walked in and she told us to get out. And I was like, we need to look at your and she's like, get out. This is my classroom. And I'm like, ma'am, we need to did I did I ask you to talk? And I was like, so did she think y'all were like trying to prank her or was she just being I, weird? I don't know cuz we were on the middle school campus. Uh, doing this because like we mainly work at the high school but we do go from elementary middle school to high school in our district and we were at the middle school campus which we go over there all the time because it's like what half a mile not even that from our high school and she was just like oh well did I ask you to talk and I'm like no ma'am I was like but I, I need to and she was like get out and so we walked out and then we just waited outside, and she finally came out there, and she's like, what is it that you need in my classroom so bad? Keep in mind, she wasn't teaching. The break was about to start. We weren't interrupting a class because we strictly do not go in a classroom when they're teaching. I was like, man, we just, we just need to look in uh, at your projector. And she was like, fine, come in. We looked at it, and there was <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I was like, well, looks good. And she was like, uh, are you sure? And I was like, yep, looks good. And we hadn't had a complaint from her since. But I'm just like, come on, I work here over the summer. I know what I'm doing. 
I unset your stuff, set it back up, fix anything that has problems. Your stuff is set up when you come in the building in August because of us. We go door to door to do that. But I'm not allowed in your classroom. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that makes me mad. Everybody has a job to do. I don't care if we're teenagers. What about you, Colton? Anything? Have you had any, like, weird office experiences? Because Colton works for the high school, too. Yeah. You might have you done anything, Colton? I think he stepped away from it. Yeah, he stepped away. Alright. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh? I, I oh? pulled my I was trying to make sure I'm not too loud. I pulled my mic up and it automatically muted itself. Okay. Um nothing really. I haven't really had anything weird, but the weirdest mm-hmm. thing that's happened this week not weird, but uh we were my mom or dad just left for work and uh, mom gave Duke some food, our little miniature weenie dog. Mm-hmm. And so we were just kinda sitting there. Cutest and dog mom, ever, by the uh, way. She heard him What? Cutest dog ever, by the way. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, uh, she heard him barking and like right by the door, but we couldn't see him. So uh, she thought uh, he got stuck underneath the underneath the deck, which our deck is like wood. We had to cut uh, six six inches out that way so they could spray some stuff through the bathrooms since they're redoing mm-hmm. the bathrooms. And uh, I, we I didn't think much of it, but I was like, all right, I'll go out there. I'll go see the uh, our other two dogs weren't out, so. We can see if they were looking at him or anything. So we're like, okay, I'll go, I'll go out there and I'll go and see. And we were calling for him. We were calling for him about a good six minutes, and we couldn't find him. Well, I looked, looked underneath the porch where they or the deck that they go underneath all the time, but uh, he can't really reach as far to the door. So I was like, he can't reach that far from the door from that mm-hmm. hole. So he has to go in from here. But I was looking, I tried to look in between the cracks because it's wood. It's got cracks in between it. Yeah, I was looking with my flashlight, and uh, I we couldn't we couldn't see him. So mom called dad to get back here so we could find Duke. And there's a bunch there's some little holes in the fence that we get covered, and then our, our back fence is kind of got a little bit holes, in it, but nothing too big. He can't really fit fit through those. But uh, so we're looking, and uh, dad came home, started helping us look, and he heard him, and he heard where he was underneath the deck. Well. We had to we had to make sure we got him out without like hurting him because if we like if we tried to chainsaw it we could hit him and then if we kind of tried to rip the boards up we would, might hit him <laughs> that would be horrible but uh, so he grabbed a little he grabbed like a little like railroad spike and kind of like was bulging out the wood making sure it wouldn't hit him stuff so we had to pull up two or three boards. And this stupid dog, he got stuck underneath the porch, and he was trying to turn around, like, to come back, and he got stuck underneath there. Like, it, we did, we didn't know if he was, like, growling at, like, a snake or anything, or, like, or anything. So we were just trying to make it there and trying to get him up. We pulled up one board, and we saw his little tail wagon, and we were like, I, I hope that's Duke and not a snake. So we pulled up the other board, got saw the rest of his body, and eventually got him out. And then later after that, like the next day, after we got him out, they were sitting outside, and Mom was about to por- turn the porch light off. And, uh, mm-hmm. Dad was like, "Hold on, wait a second. And Duke comes over there with a snake in his mouth. Oh, like what snake? It was a copperhead. In his, it was a copperhead too. This little miniature Whoa. dachshund killed a copperhead. Duke is fearless. Yes. Uh, do you remember when uh, Duke? 
Do you remember when Duke got bitten by a copperhead? Yeah, I remember that. I never thought uh, that little dog I could kill a copperhead. That. How big was his copperhead? It was. I it, I didn't see it because I was inside. I was working on schoolwork, but uh, it wasn't. It was probably about. It was probably about two feet long. Good grief! He killed a yeah. two feet long copperhead. And he's only he's two he's well like either fifteen pounds. Yeah, he's fifteen pounds. He's about a turn. I think he's almost three years old. I don't remember how old. Man killed a I what think. a man. I know. And then uh, uh, he got he got bit like a like last year or somewhere around last year by a copperhead, and uh, it. I thought it was a rock, like scratched his face, but then he, or like a wasp, well, it didn't it's swell up. Started, it's yeah, it started to swell up. So we gave, so we took him to the, we gave him, uh, or we took him to the vet that lives right down the road from us, and she was like, Dad thinks she said it was a copperhead, but I, so I'm just gonna go with that. But it, it probably was a copperhead, but we yeah. looked around and didn't see a single snake. Y'all have but, pretty bad snakes at Joel's house, though. We find we find at least like twenty snakes a year. Yeah. It's because of the porch. It's kind of the deck. Are y'all taking got, the deck down? Yeah, we're gonna put cement a cement deck in. Nice. It's gonna yeah, that'll be nice. Be nice, and we're gonna have a little top on it. And hey, do you do you know the windmill that's above the uh, that's above the uh, garden in the front, Joe? No. Well, we have an old windmill from uh, my grandparents mm -hmm. from their farm. And uh, Dad put it back together, and it's above our garden. Well, he, he's going to put it, well, we're going to build a roof over the deck. He's going to hang it down and have lights underneath it, like a, he's, I think he said like spider webs, sort of, like a spider yeah. web light. It's going to oh, look cool. really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of like stringy lights? Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, not to get off topic, but uh, I had a pretty eventful day. So... What'd you do? I have had... Two bulging discs in my back since about September, Ooh. and uh, I haven't been able to work out. Which I'm a power lifter, so like keeping muscle and weight on my body is a pretty necessary thing. Uh, I weighed about one. I weighed about 185 this year. I was gonna stay in the same weight class, um, mm -hmm. and through this whole process, like of not being able to work out to going to. Um, What's it called? A physical therapy. I had to stop physical mm -hmm. therapy recently because they were getting worse. Um, I have lost about 20 pounds. I'm going to weigh what I did freshman year, which is not good. Uh, and so it's it's pretty unfortunate. But uh, he, my doctor, my back doctor, uh, prescribed spinal injections. So I had to go get spinal injections today. Ooh. So they were like, um, you're probably going to want to take something to calm you down, which I don't really get freaked out about shots, but like, mm -hmm. you know, if they were talking about it, like it was a serious procedure and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take something to calm me down because mm -hmm. nope, doctors, doctors know more than I do. So yeah. they prescribed me Xanax. So I took a Xanax 30 minutes before we got to the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> popping, popping pills. Don't no, not really. Xanax. Um, so I got to the doctor's office, Don't and Xanax, uh, calms you down, apparently, so I was being a little goof, goofy goof for a little mm -hmm. bit there, and, uh, you know, like, n I normally am a goofy goof, but, like, I was being a little, 
little dumb. Hello, goofy wiener. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was being a little party for a little while. At one point, apparently, my mom texted my dad and said, Oh my gosh, he's so annoying when he's on Xanax. He's more <laughs> annoying than he normally is. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, they get me into the room and they're like, uh, Lay down on this, uh, this uh, table and hug the pillow with both arms. So I lay down on this big table. And they've got this big old, like, uh, I don't know exactly what it was. It was just so they could, like, hold it above me and then, like, see what's going on in my back. It, was, it wasn't an x-ray. I don't know what it was. Uh, so, like, looking in my back or whatever. And I'm sitting there. And I'm just like, all right, so what's going on? So they pull up my shirt. And then they start talking for a little bit. And then this, this lady has the audacity, without warning, to come up behind me. Just, you know, pull down my pants, which, you know, I realize it kind of has to happen, but I'm, like, full cheeks out, and I'm like, oh, thank you. You got awfully thick. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, butt hanging out and all, and then this lady is like, uh, we're going to sterilize your back so that we have a sterile environment before we put in the shots. This lady gets this, I, I don't know exactly what it was, because I couldn't see because I was looking forward because I do not want to make eye contact with a lady touching my butt. You look <laughs> over your shoulder and make hard eye contact yeah, just, the whole time. <laughs> could you, uh, I'm Mormon, don't touch me. <laughs> but, uh, but she gets this uh, whatever and she starts, you know, wiping me down and then she like wipes down my back and I'm thinking, ah, she's only going to have to wipe my, down my back. Lady full on gets up in on the butt like hard scrubbing and I'm like, why? Like same, oh, you know, because I was thinking. Just your butt? No, just my butt. We never got to the okay, crack. I was gonna say, it was our uh... first date. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, come on, she had a good chance to wipe first. <laughs> uh, luckily, I hadn't pooped that day, so that's good. And I took a shower before I got there, so that's a, uh, mm -hmm. it's an upside. Uh, no, nah, but she's like rubbing me down, like it's, you know, because she's rubbing me pretty hard on the back. She starts rubbing me the same like amount of force on my butt, and I'm just like, oh, this is so awkward so awkward like <laughs> if i'm glad i took a xanax i'm glad i took it for that because i was still freaking out <laughs> and and then i thought another nurse was laughing but she just had a cough and i was like oh they're laughing they're laughing uh, what face am i making <laughs> so then i just closed my eyes and then she starts You're coughing again no nah, mate i don't know but i closed my eyes and then she starts coughing, which I still think is laughing. So I open my eyes and I'm like, what do I need to do? Like, and then they say some doctor stuff. They're like, uh, da, 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 and then say the time and then half the nurses leave. So it's just one doctor and two nurses. And he comes over there and he's like, I'm going to put the numbing medicine in you. Injects my back. Shots don't hurt. Shots do not hurt. I don't care what you say. Shots don't hurt. The needles don't hurt. That's not the worst part. Dude, I don't know what this numbing medicine consisted of, but I know he was almost touching my spine with the needle, and when he injected that stuff, pain. Pure pain. The numbing medicine was the worst part. As soon as he did that, he like stopped for a second because he could tell I was hurting, and he's like, we're going to let that set in for a little bit. Comes back, injects more, and I don't care how much numbing stuff is in my body. That numbing stuff still hurts when you put that stuff in there. Like, <laughs> it's not pressure, it's pain. 
Well, then he gets, like, the steroid shots or whatever and starts injecting them. And those don't hurt at all. Those feel fine. But that numbing crap just hurts, man. And <laughs> so I'm, like, ready to get up. Like, I'm ready to get out. And he he pulls the uh, shot out. And he's like, all right, you're good to go. And I'm like, okay. And I'm still laying there. And I'm like, do I pull up my pants? <laughs> what do I do? Do I leave the cheeks out on the table? <laughs> he's like, I, I go back to reach for my pants because I'm just like, it's not that I, I care if my butt is exposed to the world because I moon people mm-hmm. all the it's time. It's just kind of awkward. That it's just like, it, all right. Yeah, I'm like. And your cheeks are still out. Yeah, he said it's all good. And I'm like, can I pull my pants up? Or does he just want me to lay here with my butt out? So, <laughs> so I go to reach back to pull my pants up. And he's like, oh, no, just stay right there. And I'm like. Okay. I put my arms back where he they were. behind you and you see him get his phone out. He <laughs> goes to jail immediately. Um, Are you I, allowed to do that? No, yeah. <laughs> I lay there and I can't see anybody. So I don't know what's coming. Like I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Dude, a nurse comes up behind me. And I get scared pretty easy. Like, don't touch me. I jump. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't touch the back of my neck. Don't touch anything. Like, I freak out. Lady comes up behind me with another wet, freaking cold towel. My butt is still cold. Like, my butt's <laughs> supposed to stay in my pants. It's freezing, okay? <laughs> she comes up with this wet towel and just starts rubbing. No warning again. And I'm just like, oh. Like, I jump a little. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm just going to rub you down to get all the iodine and contrast off of your bag. And I was like, okay. Okay. I'm just sitting there, and she's just trying to make conversation with me. Like, she's talking about her son. And I'm just like, well, I don't want to know about your son. And then I can't see my shirt because I'm laying on my stomach. And I forgot what shirt I put on. And she's like, oh, I bet my son has that shirt in 30 different colors. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I like this mm-hmm. shirt. And, of course, I, I could have been wearing my freaking graduating class of 2021 shirt, for all I know. And she, I, like, we have this whole conversation about my shirt and about her son. And the whole time I'm thinking, what shirt am I wearing? And I'm not looking backwards because <laughs> her hands are still. She's double, double hand in my butt cheeks at this point. Mm-hmm. She's, like, you know, getting the nice. I was I was basically at a uh I was basically getting a massage, an unwanted, awkward massage. And when we, I get up and I finally look up. Dude, I have this plain Under Armour shirt with stars on it and then the Under Armour symbol, and that's it. And I'm like – The one that you've worn for years? Yeah. No, it's a, it's the same – it's kind of like the same symbol, but it's only in the top left, and there's nothing mm-hmm. else on it. And I'm just like, what? did she just see a regular shirt? Because there's nothing on the back of this thing. So she just see the back of my shirt and was just like, ah, my son has 30 of those. Okay. Yeah, and then she just keeps talking to me about wrestling. I don't know a thing about wrestling. And then tells me to sit up, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get to walk out of here. I'm going to be fine. She's like, I'll be right back with your mandatory chair. And I said, okay. (laughs) She comes back in there with a wheelchair. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I can walk. I literally can walk. She's like, all right. Oh, I'd be here. like, I get to whip around in a wheelchair? <laughs> well, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is going to be cool. Because, like, normally when I 
the few times I've been to the hospital and put in a wheelchair, I've had it taken away from me for doing wheelies on the wheelchair every time. <laughs> and so I'm like, yes, I get a cool wheelchair. So she's coming in there with this wheelchair. She sits me down in it. They bring me to the room. And as soon as I get in the room, I reach down to grab the tires to, you know, start being a goof. Dude, they brought me one of those wheelchairs where all four tires are small and on the bottom. There's no way I can oh, control this thing. Oh, and so like I'm just, cart. yeah, it's like yeah. a shopping cart you sit on. And I'm just like, great. They, they knew, touched my they butt. Knew. He, he, they were probably laughing at me. You're actually on a, a hospital warrant list for wheelchairs. <laughs> and <laughs> now I am on the crappiest wheelchair in the world. And I'm just like, great. So I sit there, I, like, have no idea what's going on. They come in, tell me to stand up, and then I'm allowed to leave. And I'm like, okay. So why did you have to sit in the wheelchair? I sat in it for five minutes. <laughs> they wanted so, to scare you. My mandatory five-minute wheelchair and the <laughs> mandatory 20-minute butt touch. Nice. It was, it was a day. And then I crashed in the car, I guess. I don't know why, but it was a rough, rough experience. It was awkward. It sounds awkward. awkward. Yeah, like, dude, uh, if you're going to touch my butt, like, I'm okay with it. Like, I've had other stuff through this process of where, like, they've had to briefly touch my butt because, like, it's in the lower part of my back. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to be better. I want to be able to, like, work out again and do stuff. And no, no warning. Just full on. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, honestly, that sounds like worse than a physical, because like a physical, you know, like we've all had it multiple times, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so we know what's going to go down, and we're like, all right, let's get this over with. Turn right, cough. Turn left, doc. Turn left, cough. Okay. Oh, I nope, did a cough for the first time ever last year. Really? I've never Seriously? had to do it before that. Yeah. Seriously? But I've never cough test, and my, my do doctor it. just goes, king, kong, kong, king. All right, good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never, I haven't had to do it in three years. Thank I've Jesus. We all had to do it last year for band. For some reason, I've always had to do it Wade, they look at Wade and they're like, mm. Wade is randomly yeah. selected for the cough test. Yeah. I want to hear your cough, boy. <laughs> Big old man in there. He talks about how your, your weight is different, you know, for being in a different weight class for powerlifting and stuff. Yeah. But I've been, uh, at first... I was um, I was like, okay, with all the spare time, I'm gonna work out and you know I'm gonna like try to eat a whole lot more calories, so I can like I wanted to weigh like, 150, which is mm -hmm. a completely irrational number because my dad weighs my dad weighs like 160, 170, and I was like, how am I supposed to weigh 10, 20 pounds less than my dad? Yeah. Okay, but I was like, I want to gain That's some weight though, but um. He's dude. He uh, he's at least half muscle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's yeah. got good tone, muscle tone. Captain yeah. America. Good tone. Yeah, right. Captain America. Steve Rogers. Awesome, guys. <laughs> That's what we call Aaron's dad, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely missing. Or actually, if if he hasn't clicked off by now, but <laughs> yeah. He I, I would like to think he listens to this on the way to work. Mm, no, I'd probably just make him mad. <laughs> <laughs> to get nothing done the rest of the day. Man, my, my kid Listen, and his friends. son is so stupid. They're just idiots. <laughs> I messed up. I messed up. All right, <laughs> click the do-over button.
No, I get it, I kid. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, I want to gain some weight because, uh, I don't know, I was like, you know, because everybody's like, dude, I'm going to get ripped, and then when people see me again, they won't recognize me, but I was like, this is actually like a good chance to finally, Yeah, it's this know, is a great chance to work out. Start looking decent, and I've been working out semi-consistently, Yeah. right? But then I, I was like, I need a gym. all right. I'm a I'm a weigh myself and I weigh I usually weigh around 120 right yeah. consistently yeah and you're, you're a I started small guy. Small for yeah him. I started trying to eat a little bit more Dang. and I'd been working out and I was like okay I've probably put on like a couple pounds like one or two and I was like all right let's see and I weighed 117 and I was like this is impossible yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Down. That sounds like I, that's the struggle I, of a high metabolism. Everybody, I used to. Have everybody's that always like, I, I wish I had a high metabolism, and it's like, and there's always the people who are like, it's no, sucks. having it's a high metabolism sucks. is the worst thing ever, and it's not horrible, but it's just like whenever you're, whenever you actually try. Like, yeah, the people who are like, I wish I had a high metabolism would usually just be content with being relatively skinny. Yeah, but a lot of like a lot of people like you know like a lot of our friend group we're all skinny guys you know and we're just trying to get all, buff we all want to get a little bit chiseled you know and so it's like yeah. really hard for us to put on that kind of weight and especially like so my process right is like i want to uh chisel up first right i want to look like a piece of corn right <laughs> I want all my abs to look like and then look like popcorn of... down the road <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> popcorn no, but yeah, so it's like it's kind of hard to decide what you're gonna do. Like to either target all your body fat first, you know, and then yeah. build muscle, and trying to do both at the same time is even harder. So it's yeah, um, it's definitely skinny not boy the struggles thing. with the boys. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess I was trying to say I see a lot of people who are like, I would kill to have a high metabolism, and it's like yeah. I don't know, it could go both ways because there's a lot of people who are like, well, if I was born a little more heavy set, you know, some people have like the mindset that they could work down to a more fit heavy set body yeah so i weighed 165 freshman year and uh at the beginning of powerlifting season through the end the last me i weighed 172 of my freshman year i am eight pounds away mm -hmm. from 165 and it's just like looking at all this progress like two years worth of progress just it's like i crapped it out and it's just going mm -hmm. down the toilet like it's just it's terrible like this year yeah this year i put, everybody's losing a lot of gains yeah like so this yeah. year my goal was i'm gonna go to uh i'm gonna get past district like i'm going to area because i you know i've been doing this since off like freshman year this is gonna be my third year doing it i have one year left after this that was my idea i was like i need to do this i need to get good now because i i haven't gained any more weight I weigh the same. I'm lifting a whole lot more. I'm doing a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. And then my back started hurting. And you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to lay off the back a little bit. Let it get ready for January. I was like, it's going to be fine. Start working on bench. Got my bench up to 240. Mm -hmm. September rolls around. I'm like, you know what? It's time to uh it's it's time to start working on my legs again. Get my back back in shape. I'm doing back workouts. I'm getting at it. And I decide that I'm healthy enough to squat or to squat max. Because, you know, mm -hmm. maxing is not the safest thing ever. It is not. If you no, don't yeah. need to max, no, you shouldn't no. max. You shouldn't max if you don't need to. There's no reason for it. 
and I don't know why coaches coaches push that, but you do not need to max. Yeah. See, that's one thing I don't like is like all the uh, the football systems. It's based on like maxing and doing your max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a lot of people, at least around here, like I feel like we'd have a lot more progress if it was just based on like muscle gain. I'm and telling not you, on seeing who could bench we're, that's higher what we're numbers. trying to move to. We're, yeah, the I know. Yeah, we're trying to move to all trying that. To move to that's my thing. Is like maxing day. Maxing week, we have a whole week dedicated to maxing. We have like three weeks throughout the year. They're maxing weeks. Maxing mm-hmm. weeks, the most people get we hurt. Have that too. Because we do not have enough manpower to spot everybody. And then some little dude weighing 120 is like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to lift 325 pounds on squat. I'm going to do it. And, and you know what? You know what happens? They die. He's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then they die. Yeah. They literally get hurt and they're out for the rest of every season. And it just, it makes me mad because I'm like, you can do better than that. You should not have to I, max because dude. you were gaining muscle. You were doing good. You were on a good workout. You shouldn't have to max. I go to max because I have to max because powerlifting is strictly maxing. Now I know I'm talking a lot of crap about maxing, but like, yeah. <clears throat> I make, that, yeah, perca- I take precautions, and I don't, I don't overdo it. My last squat max last year, 375. So I go a little easy on myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna put 350 on the bar. I'm gonna do one rep. I already warmed up. It hurt a little bit in my back, but I, you know, I was thinking, man up. I didn't know I had bulging discs. Mm-hmm. Put 350 on the bar. I'm the kind of guy. That when I go up from a lift, I scream because you got to get a. I, I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. You get a good scream in, you're gonna get that lift. Yeah. So I I go up, I go to do my scream, and it is a cry. It is not even a scream at this point. It's a cry. It is a cry for freaking help, dude. It hurts <laughs> so bad. I barely got it up, and they were like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine," because this is my year. I got my bench to two mm-hmm. freaking forty. That's thirty pounds higher than it was last year. I broke a thousand mm-hmm. pounds last year. My deadlift was four twenty. I'm like, I'm gonna do amazing. So nice number. I go <laughs> to do my second max, even though the coaches told me, you know, it's probably the best idea. But if you feel like you can do it, you need to do it because I powerlift. That's my main sport. I play JV football. I suck. I'm five eight. I weigh one seventy, and I'm a freaking guard. What do you <laughs> expect from me? Uh, um, but I powerlifting's my main thing. Like it's what I have passion about. It's what I love. Go to get my second max in. I balls up. I shouldn't have ballsed up. I was like, you know what? Three sixty-five. Doing three sixty-five. I got this. It's that's ten pounds less than my max last year. I really shouldn't have even been doing that. I should have started at three seventy and then jumped to three eighty or something. Dude, I hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the freaking ground, and I've never dropped a bar before. And I hit the ground, and it was sitting on my shoulders. And they picked me; they had to pick me up with the bar, put it back on the rack. And I went straight to the trainer's office, and he said, "You can't powerlift this year, ninety percent chance." So my whole season went away, and I would have done so good this year. And it pisses me off because <laughs> I'm graduating yeah. in December, <laughs> so I don't even get into the season. See, yeah, I didn't even know you graduated early, early until, until Todd told me. Why are you Why are you deciding to graduate early? Um, well, the whole quarantine thing has really made me think about, like, school. I'm getting a mm-hmm. lot done at home. A lot done. Mm-hmm. I'm caught up on all my classes. I get done with my schoolwork on, like, a Wednesday, other than the people who post daily. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, what's the point in going through a whole nother year of high school? <clears throat> I'm not trashing our high school. 
That's not what I'm trying to do right here. But personally, I have all my elective credits done. All I need to do are my main credits. Mm -hmm. So for the rest of the day, I sit around. I work and sit around in the periods where I can't work. And so it's kind of mm -hmm. crappy. Like, I just sleep. I can't go to the weight room or anything, so I literally just sleep. And I don't want to go through another year of that. Like, I'm almost done. I have to do four classes. Well, yeah, the, that's basically the, the same for all of us. Like, almost all of us could graduate early, but I don't want to miss out on the experiences of the last the year. The cool thing yeah. about it is I can still go to prom. I still get to walk the stage. Uh, I get to do everything they do. I get to go to senior skip day. So, senior skip day. See you guys. I've been skipping every day since December. It's going to be What nice time though. are we running right now? Are we at like an hour? We're we almost at an hour. Let's get it going in like, you know, 10 more minutes. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, um, yeah, about like having like stuff in because of this. But like, um, junior year was really good for me. Like, like theater wise, oh. I did a lot of really good stuff. You had a lot uh, of major so achievements. Boy. Yeah, no, it was it was really good. Like I, I grew a lot. And you know, it's like one of those things where even I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do so much better. And one thing I'm so upset that I'm missing out on is, you know, me and Seth qualified for the international competition, right? Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, we go to the Texas State Thespian Festival. It's a three day festival, you do acting stuff and Y'all did a two man piece, right? Yeah, optionally, you can do a duet scene. They have musicals, duet musicals, all this crazy stuff. But we just did a duet scene, just, just the two of us acting out a scene. And we, we it, it was a really good scene. It's, it's just about, like, two best friends arguing. So we did it really well. And we were like, okay, we got this. We're, we are going to internationals, and nothing can stop us. And I was yeah. like, I, I don't like getting in the mentality of I'm, like, you know, like, tricking myself. I don't know. I don't want to give myself false hope and then be like distraught when it doesn't happen. So I was like, I always have the mentality of I will be fine with either outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like, awesome if it happens. Don't for, care if it doesn't. I'll for months, on. this was like you were totally dedicated. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't That's play as much did. games and stuff because like, yeah, yeah. everything y'all did was, was this. Yeah, and I was like, sorry, me and Seth are working on the scene. Yeah, and we we really did put like our heart and soul into the scene, and we go to the the Texas State Thespian Festival. And we go into that room, right? And we found this out afterwards, okay? We are a – are we still 4A, Wade? I know yes, we it's are. It's different for each department. In theater, we're still 4A and stuff. Yeah. So we're a small yeah. school compared to everyone there. And we go into this room, and it's at the, the Gaylord Texan, right? Huge, yep. huge place. And, <laughs> and they have – it's like a huge building, and they use it for conferences, right? So they have like – all the walls are made out of like dividers, most of them, like these huge dividers and stuff. Yeah. And then upstairs, there's like this – it's like this super big hall. I don't know. But so we're in these like huge rooms, right? Mm -hmm. And there's just three judges sitting at the end of the room uh, at a table. Was there any audience then, or no? And there's everybody who is competing in the same time slot. It's like a one and a half to two hour frame that you just yeah. sit in there and wait to go. And everybody just lines the walls. There is no stage. It is an empty room. And you stand in the middle of the room and perform your scene in front of everybody and the judges. No props. And all you get is two chairs or a nice. chair for each person. Wow. And so Wow. So it's strictly chairs, Yes. But we had to pantomime a table in between us and I had uh -oh. to pantomime a bowl of linguini, <laughs> right? One of the lines is Seth goes, "And get this spaghetti off my poker table." And I go, "It's not spaghetti. It's linguini." What and then is he linguini? picks it up. 
I don't know. He picks it up and he goes, now it's garbage. And he throws it across the room. And so we have to create all these imaginary <laughs> items. And so we were like, we were like doing really good. We were like, we're going to be consistent with all this. And we go in there and we're watching all these scenes go. And we're like, okay, these people are pretty good. But we're all like, I, we, we can still do this. And it's not like only so many people go. Mm-hmm. It's every judge rates you zero to 20. And it's the way you advance is, uh, it's kind of different each time. It's either your total score has to be something or every judge has to give you a minimal score. And usually yeah. in order to advance, every judge has to give you a 17 out of 20 at the least. Ooh. The most you can lose is three points from every judge. Good grief. And That's... so we go in and we're acting and we're like, That's dude, hot. we got this. We've been doing this forever. Uh, our theater director enjoyed our scene. He was like, you're doing great. And we're watching all these people and we find out later everybody in this room there was one other small school i think they were like a 3a every other school right there's like 12 uh groups from different schools in there like six of them were from a private school in houston good okay? grief and then the other of them were at a, a school dedicated to acting oh wow mm. and so we perform That's our scene a... and we we go in and we're like you know what? we got this and we go out and we finish, and everybody's like, how'd you do? We're like, we think we did great. Judges come out, and they're coming out, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be super nice to the judges. And they're leaving, and I'm like, oh, excuse me. Yeah, y'all can go this way, blah, blah, blah. And the judge is like, oh, thank you. You're so nice. And I'm like, and so we me. do not find out, okay? And the, the, the festival is packed this year. It gets bigger and bigger every year. There's like 8,000 people just in the state of Texas that attend. Wait, so they didn't and... score you as soon as you were done? They just no, wrote it down? No, you have to wait. There is suspense. Nice. Okay? And you either – usually they announce them on Saturday. We um, competed. So it is Friday – you know, I'm trying to remember. Is it Thursday? Yeah, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm almost certain. Come home Saturday. And so Thursday morning, we get there, right? We get to miss a couple days of school. We get there Thursday morning, and that's when we do our scene. Like an hour after we arrive and drop off all our bags, we go. So it's, you know, it was a little bit stressful. But that happens, and usually they do not announce national qualifiers and perfect scores. And if you get a perfect score, you get to act on the main stage in front of all 8,000 high school students. Or you get a chance to. Which is like, like, dude, that'd be so awesome if that happened. We were like, no, we'll probably make like, bottom line 17s and just make it or we won't make it that's cool (laughs) but usually they announce that on saturday and we went on thursday so we would basically have to wait almost 48 hours to get our results which is pain killing so we performed let's forget about it let's enjoy the festival there's a bunch of workshops to go to which are honestly pretty boring there's some that are fun but otherwise you just walk around and visit all the shops yeah hang out with your friends and meet people you meet a lot of people um so we do that, and we're just waiting. We're like, oh my gosh. And yeah, like I said, Gaylord was full, so we had to stay at the uh, the Great Wolf. Uh, oh, that's awesome, though. Road. Yeah, so yeah. that was fun. Did you and, get to swim at all? Uh, no, we didn't uh, have time for it because we always got back super late. Um, but sneak out to the hot we room. get back to the room, and we're all hanging <laughs> out. We're having a great time, and we're staying up late because our director texts us. He's like, hey, there's a chance they are going to send out results tonight. And we're like, ah. <sighs> Because we were just hoping we could go to sleep, right? And I'm like, now I can't go to sleep until results come out. Okay. Stay up till 6 a.m., no results. And it was like <laughs> it was like close to 1 in the morning or something, right? And yeah. our director texted us, or someone was checking, basically like, guys, results are out. And me and Seth get our phones out, and we're like trying to refresh it. We're trying to get to load, and it won't load. 
the list of people, okay? And someone finally gets it to load. We all kind of get it up on our screen, but the way it's formatted, it's a huge Excel sheet, and so it's in rows, oh and all of it doesn't come up on your phone at once. So it's in, like, school, name, all this oh, stuff. Oh, no. And so our friend Trevor scrolls down, and he says, Alvarado High School. Um, and, and then he's like, um, and we're all like, uh. So he looks up at me and Seth. He goes, congratulations. And before I know it, I'm on the floor, and Seth is on top of me, and we're both just screaming. I went from standing to being tackled by Seth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was like, what was it was score? so exciting. Okay, and we find that out later, right? Yeah. And so we, we freak out about that. We're like, we're so excited. And we text our director, and we're like, hey, thank you. Like, we couldn't have done this without you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we both ended our uh, messages to him with, Thank you, Boomer. <laughs> okay. How old is this guy? Uh, boomer is my dad. Oh, so he's yeah. not—he's not really a real boomer. He's a millennial. No, he's not a boomer, I'm and he gets—he doesn't get upset about it. But like we joke about it, and you know, being a part of a theater troupe, everybody thinks they're the funniest person ever. Of course. Especially when OK Boomer was a meme. Yeah. But we used it like we were the only ones who actually like said it to him, and like, but he would always respond with OK Zoomer, <laughs> and so he's like, Nah, you guys are the ones that did all the work. Keep it up, Zoomer. And he was actually like, <laughs> yes, let's go, let's go. He loves us. <laughs> he loves us. And so that happens, we're like, oh my gosh, this is great. We don't have to worry about anything else. And, oh, whenever you perform, you have to wear uh, performance blacks, which is uh, black dress pants, black slacks, preferably uh, tie and everything. So I let Seth look like you're going suit. to a goth person's funeral. Yeah, yeah. Me and Seth uh... go in there fully black suit and tie and like we're, we're looking fresh and so we, we were like we advanced and so the whole next day of the festival we wore our dress clothes the whole day to flex on everyone <laughs> we wore our performance <laughs> blacks all day because we were like <clears throat> and it was like why'd you wear them again we we're like you felt good why flex or why not flex when you can yeah and then our director's like hey um come meet me at blah 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 and he only sent it to me and seth and we're like um and we meet him, and he's like, I don't know how to tell you guys this. He's like, you know what? Here, hold on first. And we get – um, I actually somehow – mine is somewhere in my truck. I found this out. I had it on my Letterman, and I don't know where it is. Yeah. I have a thespian pin on my Letterman, and then for advancing, we got a, a pin that has the thespian thing, and it says IE Superior on it. Nice. It's pretty dope. It's a big flex. Yes. And like, um, oh, yeah, he's like, here's these. He gives us our medals, our little pins, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's like, okay. Um. I don't know if this is an, an amazing thing or the worst thing ever, but the judges scored you. All right, the highest score you can get is 20. Mm -hmm. One judge scored us 20. Another judge scored us 20. The third judge scored us 19. <laughs> oh, dang, oh, that's so close. God. And he was, oh. he, our director, he was, like, upset. He was so excited for us, but he was upset. That, that director, he was like, he couldn't have given you one more point. <laughs> He's like, man, that guy sucks. <laughs> like, Who is this man? But yeah, it was so exciting. And then, so that happens, and we're like, dude, this is great. We get to go to Nebraska because the international competition is Nebraska. This year, it moved to Indiana, so we were going to uh, University of Bloomington in Indiana. And this festival is not three days. This festival is, uh, I think, six days, but it's an eight-day trip. Oh, nice. And we don't have to pay anything. Dude, that's sweet. And we get to go to Indiana. And normally it's in uh, Nebraska, so it's a little bit closer, so we can technically drive it. 
but since it was a couple hours further, the school decided that we were going to fly. So we had plane tickets and everything. That's awesome. And Just you and Ted? It, and yeah, the guy? Nisa the director? and our director, yeah. Awesome. And so we were so excited. We're like, this is the only thing we have to live for right now. Like, if, if anything <laughs> happens to internationals, I don't know what I'm going to do. And... Eight, oh. in eight, just like a whole week of just me and Seth in a dorm room together, okay? Mm-hmm. And we just get to do all this crazy stuff, and we get to watch professional shows on stage and all this stuff and these awesome performances. And because it was, uh, it falls in like the early summer, so it's technically, uh, we're counted as seniors then. So at the international competition, right? Yeah. We get to audition for colleges. Which I was so excited for. That's pretty like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you can do that at the the state festival, but it's only it's like a group of colleges from Texas. So as this is duos or as every... singular? No, we get to auditions singularly. Oh, okay. But and I was like, dude, I'm because the thing our director said he was like, you know, most likely you're not going to accept any of their offers. You're going to get offers, of course. Everybody gets offers, but if you get any good offers. You're most likely not going to accept him because it's so early, but I was really excited to just see, like, what kind of offers I was looking at from colleges and, like, what my options were. But now I don't get to do any of that because they canceled it. It is canceled and not happening. They're replacing it with a quote-unquote virtual festival. Yeah. Which is the dumbest thing ever. So do y'all still get to perform and everything? Nope. Dang. Nothing. That is stupid. Taken away from us that fast. And I was so excited because – also, that is the first time we have ever had juniors qualify. Wow. Ever in our wow. school's history. There might have been one. I don't specifically remember. But 100%, this is the first time we've had two juniors qualify. And in the message that our director sent out to the school board, he said, we had two juniors qualify one point away from a perfect score. First time it's ever happened. And then at the end of this message, he said, most likely to repeat again next year. <laughs> or possibly awesome. to repeat again next year, something like that. And me and Seth are like, dude, we're going to get to go two years in a row. So now we might never get to go if we don't make it next year. That would be sad. This is the worst thing ever. Oh, I'm sure you guys will do good that. next y'all year, are, Y'all are going to oh, yeah. next year. Well, y'all are he said we can do the same scene again. Oh, dude, do it. <laughs> so just if we don't get bored of it, we'll do it again. Get that one judge to give you that extra point. We'll find the, the same judge score. and they're like, have we seen this? It's just, just walk up to him and be like, hey. Kind of cute. Right before it starts. <laughs> right before it starts. Wait. Whoa! Hey, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Wade, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Anybody else got anything? Have we heard anything yeah, about a lot of good stuff? We did, but hey, have we heard anything about summer camps? Like you said, some. You uh, yeah. Abbott said that he was working on a plan for summer camps. Unclear. Okay, cool. Not sure what's so going on yet. That's including our church camp, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Like, it's obvious it's going to be a little bit like different because we can't really. I don't know, but how do you how do you think that's going to go? You know, I think it's all it, we all have to leave it in the hands of God and the government. Oh. So. Yeah. Speaking God of. Speaking of, I got accepted to both the Air Force Academy and the U- Uni- ah, the Naval Academy summer seminars, and both of them were canceled this year because of the oh. coronavirus. Oh, seriously? Uh, 
Yes. Oh, that sucks. That's a part Dang. of our application process. Oh. Wow. Well, hopefully we'll get to go again next year, man. Yeah. Uh, actually, get to that work was strictly a junior year thing. That is, oh. that was the only oh. chance I could have been able to take that. Maybe they'll make some exceptions or something. You know, everybody's gonna well, have I mean, to do they're, something. They're gonna make exceptions. Like, not everybody goes to the summer seminars, but it's 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 highly suggested that you yeah. go to the summer seminars. Yeah. Everything's a little wild right now. Yep. I'll see you all in soon. Yep. All right, boys. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, thank you, uh, Colton and Wade, for uh, joining the podcast. Uh, we are Aaron? finally back on track with another decent episode. Yeah, sorry we're for last from week. Last week pretty well. No, last we got our intro was, in uh, first try. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, first try. Don't pretty good. We just had. We had to get something out. We had to get our numbers up. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, remember to uh, like, subscribe if you want to. If you don't, then that's uh, all right. Well, you probably haven't listened this far uh, anyways. <laughs> what is uh, kind of strange is that last I checked, our first episode had close to 60 views. Yeah. And what do we have, like 15 subscribers? Yeah. Yeah, we have so. One. Okay, don't. All I'm saying, I hate to be that guy, but it does take nothing to subscribe. You don't it even does. have to watch. Don't It'll watch just our make videos. it look like we're more important. Yeah. It so. does nothing. Also, I will say personally, I never use the subscribe tab on YouTube. Like, I'm subscribed to a bunch of people, mm-hmm. but I never yeah. scroll through, like, my recent upload. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the tab on that stuff. Yeah. It's just too crowded. So, like, just, just throw another one in there. Why not? Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have the highlight video uh, up in the next few weeks. I promise we're going to have okay. highlights. Uh, we'll probably put episode one and two highlights in the same one. Because uh, episode two is a little rough. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll have that together. This will have a highlight video. And, you know, uh, uh, once again, once we get a little bit further down the road, we will buy capture cards, do some gameplay. Webcams are coming soon, hopefully. And, you know, that's just, uh, I think that's about all we need to say. So, um, everybody ready to wrap this up? Yep. Yeah. Sure. All right. Next week. See you next week. Next week.